Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. I'm going to just document it. I'll have like, I'll do live feeds and live broadcasts as I'm driving through the, in the car and you guys can track me. I was thinking I should meet with like random listeners and they could drive with me like carpool karaoke. We won't, I won't make you sing or anything, but when you can drive with me, maybe for like, I don't know, I'd have to pick you up at a certain spot and drop you off. You'd have to find your own way back. But you know, you could drive with me for a little bit of the drive, meet me. And then I, then boop, you jump out and maybe someone else gets in and For me, it just turns me on just to be like physically overpowered and taken. Oh my God, that just... When someone's playing with my nipples and especially the sucking and the biting and the licking, like there's like this invisible line or string that runs straight, straight down from my nipple to my clit and it just makes it throb. I have been noticing this. Small nips, small dicks. Has anybody else noticed this phenomenon? Now, I wonder if there's a correlation to that. Would there be for women? Small nips, small clits. Hey, guys. Well, happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. It's Layla. I hope it is Tuesday, by the way. If not, it's Wednesday, and that means I made a mistake and didn't get my podcast out on time. But I think it's going to be fine, and you should be hearing this on Tuesday. All right, so this episode, I really want to talk about the correlation between small dicks and small nips. So we'll get to that in just a minute. But before we do, I wanted to start with a couple voicemails left by some wonderful listeners. Let's start out with a voicemail from Buck. Hi, Layla. This is Buck from New Jersey. I just discovered your podcast like a day or two ago, and I've been binge listening ever since. I just wanted to let you know that I'm really enjoying your podcasts. Your stories are great and sexy, may I add. I do have a question for you. I'm a um, person with uh, physical disabilities, you know, basically use uh, crutches and uh, have braces on my legs to walk. And I was just curious, have you ever had any kind of sex with someone with a disability similar to mine? Just curious. And if you have what your experiences uh, may have been, good, bad, or indifferent, negative, or positive. I know in my own case over the years, uh, to make up for any physical deficiencies, I've developed uh, very good oral skills. So I really love using my tongue and mouth because um, obviously that works better in terms of physicality. So I was just curious. Okay. So this is why I think sex is such a great unifier, because no matter short, tall, medium, small, 
big dick, little dick, big tits, little tits, disability, no disability. Everybody wants to have sex. Eventually, when you get to a certain point in your life, right, unless you're completely asexual, most people are either thinking about having it, they want to have it, they're having a lot of it, they're not having a lot of it, but they want to. You know, it really is a basic, basic need for all of us and a common thread. So I have not actually had sex with anybody that had a physical disability that, nope, nothing's coming to mind. Maybe like a few men that were short-sighted mentally, but (laughs) I don't know if we can call that disabilities, just, you know, they needed to uh, grow up or mature a little bit. But no, aside from that, Buck, I have not. Now, that's not to say that I wouldn't. I mean, you know, it's interesting. We, I think we all think we have our types, myself included. And what I find is the guys that I end up being the craziest for and kind of loving the deepest are the guys that sneak up on you, the guys that you don't see coming. You just did not think that you would have a connection or maybe you thought, yeah, you know, he's attractive, you know, and he checks off some physicalities that I'm looking for. And so you think, yeah, we can have a physical relationship, but you don't think it's going to go any deeper than that. I can't tell you how many times I've been wrong. There's my type, what I think is my type, but then the guys I end up really having these hot, sexy, deep, just to die for relationships are not what I saw coming. To be quite honest with you, I love that. I love when I get to see something outside of the way I thought it was going to be, or, you know, when something surprises me, or you learn, those people always show you something different about yourself. And to me, that's fun. So nope, I'm sorry, Buck, I have not, but it's not off the, it's not off, I guess, list of options. And What I should do to make sure that I I do do it, I guess, at some point would be to say that I would never do it because, as you know, every time I say I'm never going to do something, then, you know, whammo, I end up doing it. Except for I have to say with the one caveat to that is scat play. I just don't ever, ever really see how that's even in the remote realm of possibility. Scat play. (laughs) If you don't know what it is, look it up. All right. There's another voicemail I want to play for you guys. This is from a gentleman named Eric. Hey, Layla. Love listening to your podcast. Recording a, a voicemail is a hell of a lot harder than you'd think. You do such a great job on on your uh, shows. Anyhow, I recently listened to your uh, podcast with the yoga retreat in Jamaica. Sounded like you had a ton of fun. Something I'm seriously considering, maybe signing up for that one in Costa Rica. I'm 43 and never done anything like that. Anyhow, we'll see. Also, it's pretty cool. You looking at getting out of Cali. Florida's a great place. I live in Alabama and go down to Perdido Key all the time. It's right outside of Pensacola and probably about two and a half hours from New Orleans. If you're ever down this way, hit me up. Take care. Okay, Eric, thank you so much. I appreciate the kudos on my recordings, but you know what? It's not that hard. Record a voicemail. You know that. You just did it. Basically, yes, the podcasting is, it takes, it requires a little more difficulty. It's not just as easy as I have it set up for you guys to leave me a voicemail, right? All you got to do if you want to leave me a voicemail is go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com. And there's a pink tab on the side that says, leave me a voicemail. Click that. And then you just uh, basically record your message and it comes right to me. It'll email it right to me. So super easy, no fuss, no mess. And I do return voicemails quickly and they are personalized from me. So Eric, 
Yes, please. I hope you do sign up for the Costa Rica trip. Oh my gosh, that would be so, so much fun. I hope a lot of listeners sign up. It'll be so much fun to hang out with you guys. I'm really looking forward to this new chapter, you know, with the Patreon and being able to connect more to the listeners. It's been five years of me pretty much just on one side of everything. And now I get to bridge the gap and just get more in touch with my listener base, which I'm so looking forward to doing. I can't even tell you. It's, I feel like I've been alone. (laughs) This is like all of a sudden I'm going to be meeting my new family. I can't wait. So anyway, going on a trip with me would be even better. So guys, I will put the link to the trip, the Costa Rica trip, which is in October. I think first week in October, sometime around there, first or second week. So If you want to join, please sign up now because it's a small group. It's not a huge, huge group. So, uh, and they don't want to make a big group because I think she wants to just keep the number that she has, which I think it's about 30. So those, a lot of people that went on our last trip are going to go again to the Costa Rica trip. So if everybody goes, then you got to really jump in there fast and sort of like beat, edge somebody out, but sign up and I would just love to meet all of you. Okay. Next thing though, Eric, is, hey, guess what? Guess I'm probably going to be, we hello neighbor. We are going to be now neighbors, right? Sort of. Florida is right there next to Alabama. I assume I'll be driving through there on my way to, uh, from, Cal- from California to Florida. My final destination is just outside. It's about 45 minutes outside of Jacksonville. So that would be right on the coast. That is right when I hit the very edge of the East Coast, past Jacksonville, keep going to the beach that'll be me. (laughs) And I'm super excited. The only thing I'm worried about is bugs and hair. That's what everybody keeps saying, you know, the bugs and the hair. So I'll have to manage it. I'll be fine. I still though, oh my gosh, I'm still in shock every day. I still can't believe I'm moving. There's so much shit to do before I go. I mean, oh God, I hate packing. I'm just going to hire some dudes to pack up my pod and then pack up my car. And like I said, then I'm going to be driving across the country by myself (laughs) with my dog, my bunny. And I forgot about my fish, my one little fish. I mean, everybody's got to make it, right? So, oh, this is just going to be an adventure. But you know what I thought would be really fun to do? And I think I'm going to do this for the patrons through my Patreon is I'm going to just document it. I'll have like, I'll do live feeds and live broadcasts as I'm driving through the, in the car and you guys can track me. I wish there was a way that I could like track my road trip and you guys could follow me like through my phone. Like you would see where I am. Boop, boop, boop. Like a, like a little, little black dot on the radar screen. You know, I even thought it would be fun. And here's an idea. I'm just, this idea just came to me the other day. Although I'm like, well, you better bring your revolver with you. You better bring your gun with you. If you're going to do this. (laughs) No, just kidding. I was thinking I should meet with like random listeners and they could drive with me like carpool karaoke. We won't, I won't make you sing or anything, but you can drive with me maybe for like, I don't know. I'd have to pick you up at a certain spot and drop you off. You'd have to find your own way back. But you know, you could drive with me for a little bit of the drive, meet me. And then I, then boop, you jump out and maybe someone else gets in. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. (laughs) I thought that would be fun. 
fun. I know I have all these crazy ideas. I don't know if it's the safest world we live in, but I act like it is and and I'm I'm still alive. So hey, I must be doing something right. Yeah, you'd have to show me if you were going to be picked up by me, you'd have to like show me your driver's license first and I would take a picture of it. So the police would know like who the last person I was ever seen with was. And it's always like the last person. So, you know, they'll come and they'll find you. Oh, uh, anyway. Okay. I don't know. I, why am I being so silly today? I don't know. I guess I'm just excited because I'm moving. I'm also excited because, you know, Mr. Big is so supportive about it. And do you know something? Oh, that man. I just, there is, oh, I mean, I can't even believe it. Like I can't say enough about him. My heart just bursts when I talk about him. I mean, he's just so supportive and he's just like, I'm so proud of you. You listen to your gut instinct and you do what you want to do. And he's just constantly telling me how, like, I mean, I think that thing thinks I shit rainbows. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's just, it's amazing to have somebody like that that's always on your side. Always on your side. It's unbelievable. I've never experienced anything like it. And from a partner, from a best friend, I mean, it's just amazing. And I should be sad. I am sad that there'll be this physical distance, but it's the weirdest thing. It's like when you're so comfortable and confident with somebody, I'm not scared to do it. I don't, I'm not scared that we won't, I mean, it's going to change. It's definitely changing things for sure. That's the truth. But neither one of us is scared about it and worried about it. And maybe that's what real, real, real mature love is all about. Maybe I'm just now figuring that out. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty much in awe of it. So he's just, as far as I'm concerned, that man has hung the moon and you'll never be able to tell me any different. Okay. Did you guys catch, I don't know if you caught this. I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. Some of you may have picked up on it because I know you guys, you know me pretty well. Did you guys catch the episode 178, It's Hard Out There for a Pimp? Did you notice how slow I was talking, like compared to how I normally talk, how I'm usually like like this, like real excitable? Did you happen to notice how slow I was talking? Okay, the truth is I took like three melatonin right before I started recording. I didn't think it would kick in that fast. And I also, I guess I didn't think I would talk that long. Anyway, so that's why I'm talking slow. No, I'm not like, I don't know. No, I'm not taking like a downer. It's melatonin, which I guess is a downer, but it's a natural, you know, it's natural. I just wanted to be able to get that episode out. It was already late. Sometimes when I talk and you're in front of your computer, it stimulates you. Like they say, when you're tired, do not get on your computer. I always break that rule. And then therefore I stay up and I can't sleep. So I was having a hard time sleeping and, you know, I'm like, well, I got to get this episode out anyway. So I forced it and took the melatonin though, so that I would be able to go right to kind of counteract the stimulation of the podcasting. Well, I ended up, guys, falling asleep with the recorder still going. Do you know how when you when you're with someone and you're and they're falling asleep as you're talking to them and they start they'll be saying something and then all of a sudden they'll just say a line of gibberish and you're like, what? What did you say? You know, like you're talking about, so I think tomorrow we should blah blah blah. What do you think? Oh yeah, you know, I think that's purple cows are stampeding across my toes. What? Huh? What? You know, and then the, the other, you startle the other person. They're like, what, 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 what did I say? <laughs> what did you just say? <sighs> anyway, I had one of those. So what happened was, as I'm recording, I had just, if you notice that episodes end very quickly because I did say, well, thank you guys so much for listening. And then I didn't get to finish, go on any further. You know, usually maybe another minute or something. I literally from there, right after I got that sentence out, it was a pause. And then I started talking about, you know, I started babbling about something and I went, what was I, why did I say that? Well, it was about, I I started babbling about something I had watched earlier in the day on YouTube, which is totally non-curious girl related. And I started talking 
talking about it and it doesn't make any sense because it's right after, you know, I mean, it's just like, whoa, I just went from like extreme left to extreme right. What am I doing? And then I start to say how tired I am and I just have to go to sleep. And so I fall asleep and the recorder is still going. Well, I wake up around five in the morning, which was probably only about, you know, three hours, three and a half hours after fell asleep or what have you. So the recording was still going. I wake up and I can see that my microphone is still on and I look and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have not stopped this. I didn't stop the recording. So there's a recording of me sleeping. And I don't know if I was continuing to talk in my sleep. I don't know if I what you know, was farting. I did, I just, you know, snoring. I don't know. I don't know. I'm too afraid to listen to it because I'm like, oh my gosh. But the funny thing is, is so when I had to send that off to the editor, usually I don't have to tell him like where to stop something because unless it's like I'm doing an interview and we stop recording it, but we keep talking and I record us talking after the recording. Anyway, so... <laughs> I just told him, I'm like, okay, I know this is five hours worth of audio, but we're only taking like 45 minutes of it or whatever it ended up being. So I told him, I go, I can't believe it was the first time I ever fell asleep during a podcast. This is why it's better for me to sit at my desk instead of do this on my laptop because I have a nicer microphone on my desktop computer than my little travel one that I use when I'm using my laptop. So if you never notice a difference in the sound quality, you know, that's why usually, unless I'm in an echoey room, like when I was in Jamaica, that room, you can hear there's, you know, it's tile floors. So the sound is just not as good. Anyway, I digress. Okay. So I'm thinking, what am I going to do with that content? Oh, maybe I'll put that again. Maybe I'll add that as some bonus content on that and let the patrons listen to it and they can tell me what they hear. I'm just too embarrassed. I'm like, I just don't need to hear myself sleeping. But if you want to come spend the night with me, you'll have to become a patron. By the way, that's going to be launching very, very soon. So I'm sending out a special offer for the first two weeks that it's live, a special pricing that it's going to go away. And it's it's only if you're on my mailing list. So you guys, you've got to get on my mailing list so that I can send out the invite to you. Okay. The Go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my mailing list. All right. Okay. Where'd we go here now? Oh, I got a really good episode or not episode email from a guy named Drew and it's a follow-up. See, I love this. When you guys write to me and reach out and stuff, I remember who you are. And then I always say, well, keep me posted. Usually, you know, when I respond to an email, I want to know, like, keep me posted. And so I want to read Drew's email uh, because it's a follow-up to his first one. Okay. So he says, good morning, Layla. So I'm still a year behind in listening to you. That's okay, Drew. I'm just finishing listening to episode 118 and was really surprised to hear you reading my email email to you. So for a quick recap, I had written to you after hearing the sexual healing episode and you mentioned my own sexual road trip being a curious guy. So you asked for an update and maybe compare sexual bucket lists. On my sexual bucket list are threesomes, of course, both female, male, female, and male, female, male, with the male, female, male crossed off, but still searching for that female, male, female. Oh, you've got one off. Good for you. Okay. I've got a few locations for risque public sex, like movie theaters, libraries, store, fitting rooms, hotel, pool, hot tub, and locker rooms. Still looking to cross off the library and locker room. You know, me too, Drew. I would love to do, I think like a library would be hot and also locker rooms. Some places have co-ed locker rooms, like family locker rooms, but they have a, I guess they have a door, right? So you can shower together and also have sex together. I've sort of crossed into those genres, but never quite all the way. Okay, back to your email. But the following are the two biggest things crossed off the list. I've been 
fascinated with the hot wife lifestyle and have actually been invited to enjoy a hot wife while the hub was fully aware of us and at home waiting for her to return. Probably one of the most surprising and enjoyable things I've done on the bucket list. Well, there was one more thing. You brought it up a few times, unless you fulfilled it, filled in the gap, and I'm missing it, being that I'm a year behind, is the consensual non-consent or the rape fantasy. I wasn't sure about it at first, considering how wrong it was to truly do against the wishes of someone, but she was actually really consenting, and we had really talked it over. What was expected and wanted and how real or not real to make it feel. Without getting too physically rough, we decided that surprise was the best approach for the most part. I was extremely nervous about doing it, but she loved it when it happened. I'd say that's about it for now. Anytime you mention Wyoming or that time you and Cowboy N drove through Salt Lake City, I wonder if I ever passed you on the road. Thanks again for reading my email on the podcast. If you have any questions for me, please feel free to ask them. I might even answer them in podcast if you want, as I do have a few other kinks. P.S. Uh, sincerely, Andrew, the curious guy. P.S. Oh my God, is that really your pick on the new Tumblr page? Yes, it is. I wouldn't put it up if it wasn't. <laughs> If I have an avatar, I try to make it me, unless it's advertising for the Curious Girl Diaries. Usually it's my face, part of my face, something like that. Yeah. I definitely try to sneak in, sneak that in when I can. You know, it's usually like, can't see all my face, but part of my face, that kind of a thing. It's a little kind of teasing, but yes, that is me. So I assume by your emojis, you are liking that. So I'm glad you do. Okay. Yes. So I wonder if we did pass you on the road, Drew. I don't know. Wyoming is so beautiful and so is Salt Lake City. I mean, Utah's gorgeous. You, we may have passed each other. Wouldn't that be funny? Anything's possible. Anything is possible. And I'm glad you got to enjoy a consensual non-consent fantasy with someone. You did it the right way. It's where two people, that's why it's called, you know, it's consensual non-consent. You want to act it out and role play it. I know I haven't done it. It's still, oh my gosh. Oh yes, it's still in there. It's just as strong as ever. I'm sure if you, Drew, since you follow me on Tumblr, I'm sure you've seen some of my posts. You can tell that they're, you can tell that I'm getting into the consensual non-consent fantasies. Some people may misconstrue it and think, oh my gosh, what's wrong with this woman? No, this is, it's always it's always a role play. It's always something that's planned out, done the way Drew did it, where you talk it through, you know what limits are. And it takes a lot of communication, right? And in order to like plan all this out, it's it's not going to be, I mean, you could make it impromptu, but before you did that, you'd have to, you'd have to have the lay of the land. You'd have to know what someone would wants and what they'd be okay with doing and not okay with doing. And for me, it just turns me on just to be like physically overpowered and taken. Oh my God, that just, if I could see if I could roll. Now again, do I want somebody to rip me off the streets that I don't know and actually rape me? No, of course not. Absolutely not. But if I can role play this with a partner and he's willing to be physical roughness and grabbing me and really getting as close to how I would imagine that would feel and if it were really happening. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm totally up for that big time without a doubt. To me, yes, it's I I've got to do that some at some point with somebody. But you know, it I want to do that with someone that it just has to be like the right person. It has to be somebody that I know like is strong and could tap into that and oh God, I just, it's hard to even talk about because I get so excited. I start to like, the minute I start talking about it, my mind is like off into fantasy land. I, like I can see it happening in my head. Oh, 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 exciting. Okay. Anywho, I got to get off that so that I can 
finish this cute <laughs> to the small dicks, small nips. Okay. So yes, Drew, thank you for your email. Thank you for keeping me posted. P- please do stay in touch and um, keep me posted. And I love, I love hearing from you. And I like your feedback on the episodes you're listening to. And isn't it funny? Like when you hear like, I'm, I've been in your area or something you're like, oh my gosh, we could have been, we, our paths could have crossed. And literally they could have, you know, you know, you never know. But now let's get into nips. I don't know. Do you guys, who likes nips? I love nips. I love male nipples. I just do. I love to bite them. I really do. Some guys don't like it. Some guys get irritated because I do just, I like to bite and suck on their nipples. It turns me on. I think it's hot and a guy with good nips just I don't know I like to I have this thing and sometimes I it's some guys don't like it and they're like get off my nips lady and maybe because I love I love my nipples bitten and sucked and played with oh my gosh like if I'm ready to come and you start playing with, with my nipples it just sends me over the edge I mean I'm still completely jealous like that Mr. Big can have a nipple orgasm how who does that like how do you do that crazy. I heard, I heard from one of the guys, same thing. Like he can have an orgasm with his nipples. I'm just like, that's crazy. I want, I want that. I I want to be able to have an orgasm with my nipples. I feel when, when someone's playing with my nipples and especially the sucking and the biting and the licking, like there's like this invisible line or string that runs straight, straight down from my nipple to my clit. And it just makes it throb. And I feel like if I really practiced it enough with someone that I could make it happen. I really do. I think I could make it happen. I think it's a head thing. Like I think I could do it. It's kind of like G-spot orgasms. You really kind of have to focus. I do anyway to make those happen. So I'm thinking this would be kind of like the same thing. So there's, you know, anybody out there that wants to volunteer, like I need like, I just need some nipple play time. I need to make this happen. I even like, like I, I notice women's nipples too. You know, when you see a, a woman's nipples, I like, I'm into like how they're all different, you know, how we all have different nips and some women have more like eraser, eraser nipples and then others have big nipples. And then, you know, other women like me have, mine are really, really small, but they're small. And then some women have just like, Guys, like they have a long, the point is long, but the actual brown part around the areola is small. Like that's, so mine's sort of like, I think I have a tip to nipple. I think my tip to nipple or tip to areola ratio is the same. So the flat part that's on my boob, that brown part's, oh no, maybe not. I'm feeling my nip right now to see how much it protrudes. No, no, it's not. But I think when you have sort of like a two to one ratio on the nipple protrusion to the flat skin. That's good symmetry. Not that there is a bad symmetry. I'm just saying like, that's kind of what I have. Then, but what I've noticed is some guys I've recently been noticing. Now this is weird. I don't know where this jumped in there. So I'm calling this small dick, small nips. I've been noticing men with small nips. So just, they have more of a point as opposed to the brown part that lays flat on their chest, that part of the nipple that they have small dicks, that the pointier and just that the less, I guess, nipple that's part of the areola, I hope I'm getting my words right here. You know, the flat part that's on your chest, not the part that's sticking out, the round circular part. That, when they don't have a lot of that, and it's just like very little of that or almost none of that, and then just boop, their point, that they have small dicks. I have been noticing this. Small nips, small dicks. Has anybody else noticed this phenomenon? Now, I wonder if there's a correlation to that. Would there be for women? Small nips, small clits. 
only a man can tell me this because I, this I would not know. Like we all have different size clits. The actual clitoris part, not the, I'm not talking about the lips or the hood. I'm just talking about the actual clit. I don't, I don't know what I'd say the size of mine is. It's like half a raisin. I don't know. Half a raisin, maybe a small raisin. It's a small raisin, half a raisin, I think. I'm trying to think of how big raisins are, like normal average size raisins, sun-made raisins. <laughs> I do not know where this stuff jumps in my head. But anyway, yeah. So I would say that my clit would be kind of, I'm going to have to look at my nipple right now. Uh, is my nipple? Oh, that's a good question. Is mine? <gasps> Oh my God, I think it is. I think it is. People, my unhard contracted nipple. Now that I'm touching it, it's starting to get harder. Now that I'm talking about it, it's getting shy. But yes, no fucking way. Swear to God, my nip is the same size as my clit. Oh my goodness. Have I stumbled onto something scientific and sexual at the same time? Could this be true? I need to know. I need to know. I'm going to have to start Googling this after this episode. Is there a correspondence between nips and clits and nips and dicks? Hmm. Very, very interesting. Okay. I'm going to start perusing. Now I'm like, okay, guys, you're free to send me your dick pics, please. It's for science. No, I'm just kidding. Do not send me your dick pics. So how I got on this, by the way, is somebody sent me a full body shot of them with their nips and their dicks. And I was like, oh, look at that. He's got really small nips. Then I was like, oh, he's also got a small dick. This is why, guys, as a side note, I don't want dick pics because do you know what? It might put me off you. It might put me off you. And maybe you don't have a small dick, but you didn't realize that the angle you were taking it from just didn't quite show what you needed it to show or didn't give the perspective you wanted it to give because this happens. Like sometimes this happens. You you know, your dick looks smaller or maybe there's a shadow or you didn't shave your pubes and their long pubes make your dick look short. Okay. It's just a fact. And I don't really want long pubes anyway. So I would avoid sending me dick pics because you have a greater shot at just turning me off than more than anything if I don't know you. I love looking at, you know, the guys I'm with, they send me dick pics and of them and then, you know, things of them masturbating. Will I have no problem being super flirty, sending, exchanging pics, my pics, things like that. When I know somebody, when I trust them, when I have some sort of relationship with them, no matter how casual, if it's casual and ongoing, I love to flirt and tease and drive a man wild. That is usually visually. That's how you do it. I'm all up for it. I just can't get into it before I don't know somebody, which is a good transition to the guy that I'm meeting in New Orleans here in about a week and a half. We've never met in person, but we are, we've decided that we, there's enough chemistry there. He's flying from New York to New Orleans. I'm flying from, flying from California to New Orleans, and we're going to meet and get it on for the like uh, three days. <laughs> And he lived in New Orleans, so he knows his way around. So I'm excited. It'll be fun. I haven't been there in a while, but it's a fun, fun city. And uh, he has bigger nips. <laughs> They're not like female size, but he's, it's funny because he'll take, when we FaceTime at night and stuff like that, he's of course horny at night and he's always trying to get me to, can you pull your shirt down? Can you do this? I'm like, no, no, no. I love to say no. I'm like, no, no. Not going to happen. I don't know you yet. Let's wait until after you get your ass on a plane and I get my ass on a plane. And we've actually had penis to vagina connection. There's something there. And after that, I'm more than happy to, after I fuck the shit out of you and leave you within an inch of your life, drain you of every drop of cum you have, leave you begging on the floor, then 
we'll talk about exchanging pictures. (laughs) I have my priorities, mister. Thank you very much. All right. But back to the small dips, small nips. So I'm wondering, like, is he going to have a big dick? And I don't know. And I told him, don't send me dick pics. I think he may have sent me one a long time ago, but, and then I ignored him, but he came back from that. So (laughs) I ignored him for a while. Yeah. It was like, uh, nope. It was crickets. If you send me a dick pic, I won't even respond. I'll usually just not respond. And then that's really uncomfortable for you, but we're going to be meeting and I do plan on fucking the shit out of him. He's really cute. And I'm just, I'm excited. It's, I'm like, I'm just going to go there and fuck this guy's brains out. We're also going to go to a sex shop. I've been in a while, pick up some new stuff while I'm there and basically try all this stuff out. (laughs) So I told him as long as your dick can stay hard for, you know, he says two or three hours. I'm like, that's great. I will use every bit of those hours and minutes and I'll just keep going until you're dead on the floor because I can go a long time and I can come a lot. So I'm not usually wanting to stop. There's been one guy who could wear me down, but I always hung in there. I never let him know. I think you could tell like I was ready for him to come by the time he finally would. Yeah, but he could go a long time too. And I'm kind of used to that. I got spoiled. So I like that. I like a guy that can go a long time. I mean, I'm up for the marathon sessions, If especially if you're good. Oh my gosh. Yes. Why stop? Keep that going. All right. Oh, I'm so horny, still horny. After that one day where I did my masturbation episode. That might've been the one before this. Oh my gosh. My ovaries are just like aching. My tits are swollen. Oh, I'm going to start my period. That's why. But it just like, see, this is why I cannot be with a guy who doesn't want to fuck me when I'm on my period, because right before my period and when I'm on my period, I'm super horny. Right before my period, when my ovaries are like aching, just aching and What feels good when they ache is to have an orgasm. And when your tits are swollen, I mean, oh my God. Like, you know, if I'm, when I'm wearing, just wearing a shirt and walking around, like my arms will brush up against them and they're just so sensitive. I'm like, oh my God, please, somebody, somebody, I need somebody to suck and lick and bite them right now. Oh, and then when that happens, then my clit starts swelling and I just get ready to come. Like I... Yes. I love that. And that's the way I feel the whole time I'm on my period too. So I'm always, I'm pretty much, and then I'm horny when I'm ovulating, I'm pretty much very horny. I mean, there might be a couple days a month that I won't say that I'm in the very horny category. (laughs) So, uh, yes, 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 yes. It's a blessing and a curse. It really is. Like I have sympathy for men. I really do. Cause I know what it's like to walk around and feel like you, you need it. You want it. You rave it. You got to fucking have it. Who's going to give it to me. I know that feeling. Yeah. I live with it. Welcome to my life. There it is. Well, guys, I think that about wraps it up. Now, don't forget, really, if you want to come join me in Costa Rica, sign up now. Just sign up now. Do not wait. All you have to do is give a deposit. You don't have to pay the full part of the trip until I think maybe about a week before. So you've got lots of time or you can also, I think they do payment plans between now and then. I mean, like you have lots of options, but all you have to do is just give a deposit to lock up your spot. So that way, you know, you can go. It'll be so much fun. And if you've never been to Costa Rica, oh my goodness, it is such a magical place. I freaking love it. Also, I think I'm going to, since I love Costa Rica so much, I don't think I'm going to stay beyond the actual, you know, yoga retreat. By the way, we only do yoga like for one hour in the morning and you don't have to go if you don't want to do yoga. Although I'd be really disappointed if you didn't try because it's great for you. You'll feel great and it makes you horny. Trust me. There's a lot of horny yogis out there. Okay. This is why you want to go. 
be with a bunch of horny yogis. Anyway, so if you want to do that, please join now. I don't want anybody that wants to go to be cut off. It'll be so, so much fun. And Costa Rica is amazing. You will love it if you've never been. I mean, you do yourself that favor and go. It's beautiful. It's clean. It's really clean. Uh, safe and, oh, it's lovely. Magical place. Okay, guys. Well, that's it for now. I hope everyone's staying happy and healthy and getting all of their sexual needs met. If you're not, just listen to my episodes for all my helpful advice. I know I can get you right back on the right sexual track. Okay. Mwah. Love you guys. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.